Welcome. I'm Richard Prosh, and this is another edition of Six Gun Justice Conversations. These are regular short episodes where my co-host Paul Bishop or I get to hang out around the virtual Six Gun Justice campfire and spend some time talking with friends who work in the Western genre. With me for this edition is writer and publisher Casey Cohen. Casey has worked in and around the journalism, artistic, and literary fields for more than 25 years as a reporter, photographer, and graphic designer. In 2013, he helped co-found Ogma Creative Media, a publishing company built around the idea of authors and artists banding together as a team to take control of and market their work effectively. This, in turn, led to a partnership with the late Dusty Richards, and in 2014, they co-founded Saddlebag Dispatches, a twice-yearly magazine dedicated to the spirit and legacy of the Old West through fiction, poetry, culture, and history. I tracked Casey down during the 12 minutes a day he's not at work, and I'm happy to have the chance to catch up. Howdy, Casey. Howdy, Rich. How's it going? Good, good. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, I think the uh, 12 minutes a day is down to six minutes, but I'm glad to spend what I have with you. (laughs) So uh, you're successful and you were successful in your career uh, as a reporter, a graphic designer, various uh, things that you were involved in. What inspired you to found Ogma Creative Media? Well, in in 2013, I'd been kind of going through a change in life. I'd uh, I'd had school to begin with and, and kids and, and all that. And my, my first uh, marriage uh, kind of fell apart. So in the aftermath, I kind of was looking for self-care, I guess you could say. And uh, I wanted to get back to writing. Uh, I, I hadn't had the chance to do that. Uh, you know how it is as a father. And uh, uh, you, you don't get to spend much time doing stuff for yourself once, once you have a family. <laughs> So I, I wanted to get back to my writing and I had always been a feral writer. Uh, I, I hadn't known any other writers, didn't have a support group, didn't understand what critique was, anything like that. And I had met a, a local writer and become friends with her. And she was part of this uh, critique group uh, here in Fayetteville, the Northwest Arkansas Writers Workshop. And uh, so we, uh, I, I walked in one night in January of 2013 and uh, First thing I uh, I run into is this big burly cowboy, and uh, he's got this infectious laugh and uh, this booming voice and uh, 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 larger than life personality. And he puts out a big old paw and he says, "I'm Dusty Richards and I write Western books." Howdy, partner. And uh, that that was kind of it. Now <laughs> uh, I met him. Uh, I met Velda Brotherton, who is kind of the matriarch of our our company. And, uh, as I worked in, in this, in this group, uh, you know, learning all the ins and outs of, of what a real writer is and, and the life of a real author, you know, it's not like Stephen King. It's not like John Grisham. It's not like anything like that. It's, it's so many writers uh, have a book that is not well published. Uh, and they are, are told that you need to buy a hundred or 200 copies of it and sell it out of the trunk of your car and travel around giving speeches and talking and, and trying to sell books at book fairs and writers conferences and so forth. And I saw that and I saw these, these fantastic writers who were struggling to find any traction, get any sales. They were spending much more money than, than anything. Uh, they were spending more money than they were getting in royalties or sales. So I, I decided, hey, you know, I've been in this field for, for a while. Uh, let me let me help. Let me see if I can help brand you. Let me see if I can help market you. And so 
Augma actually started as a marketing firm that uh, since I also did graphic design and we did editing and, and all of this stuff that kind of centered around the, the publishing field, uh, authors started coming to us and saying, why aren't you publishing? Why don't you publish? If you publish, we'll give you books. So about a year later, we morphed from a, mar- a marketing agency into a publishing house. And Dusty uh, wrote several books that you published. Did you publish his backlog too? Uh, actually, we are still publishing his his backlist. We started out with his Brand Iron series, which is uh, ongoing. Uh, he had pulled books, not only you know original books that he had written had never gotten accepted by New York. For instance, uh, his Spur Award winning The Mustanger and the Lady, he had written in the early 90s, and New York had taken a pass on it. And he said, you know what, let's, let's try this one. And so he, he gave it to me. And that's what ended up being the uh, basis of the movie Painted Woman and uh, went on to win a spur and, and was just a fantastic novel. Uh, and then he had uh, had books that he had been had published before, had the rights back to, wanted to put back out. So we did that. Now, since since he passed in 2018, actually, we not only still have a backlist of books of his that, that we're still getting out, but his daughters have found manuscripts that nobody has ever seen before from his office as they've been cleaning out his house. So still still a lot from Dusty left to come. That's exciting. You know, that's kind of like the uh, series that the uh, Lamore estate is putting out, uh, Hidden Treasures, I think it's called. And uh, they've, they've put out uh, snippets, you know, uh, uh, fragments, some complete manuscripts, poetry, all sorts of different things that they've found from Lamore. And I imagine there's, there's all sorts of fragments and things from Dusty there, too. Oh, there, there is. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, uh, on several of, of his books that, that he left notes for sequels to and such, and such, and even had started several of them, we actually had his longtime writing partner, Velda Brotherton, uh, come in and finish several of those, and including there was one called uh, Blue Roan Colt that she went through and, and uh, kind of fleshed out and finished up. She, he'd uh, published it once before, but it, it really needed a little bit more to it. It's a, it's a story of a post world war II soldier with PTSD coming home, finding a ranch and basically learning to deal with his, his experience from the war, the, the things that had changed him, the things that he had seen through building this ranch and trying to capture this, this, you know, magical blue roan cult that he saw. It turned out to be just an absolutely beautiful story, but just needed a little bit more. And when you read it, you can't see the difference between Dusty and Velda. She knew him so well that she is able to completely channel him. That's really terrific. You know, she's a she's a super talented writer in her own right. And uh, you met her at the Writers' Conference. Now, was she a published author at that time? She was as well. Yes, she had actually been a uh, a midlist author in New York. She'd written a romance for Penguin under the name Elizabeth Gregg, and uh, she she'd been really successful up there. And then during the mid nineties, they had the midlist crisis, where New York basically let go all of their midlist authors. And when when she was part of that bloodletting, so to speak, uh, she decided to focus more on small presses. And so she worked with Wild Rose Press and Oak Tree Press and a few of those. And then uh, when we started publishing, she decided she was going to give us a shot. And thank goodness that she did, because uh, almost everything that we do uh, as a company has been inspired by Velda and Dusty. That's really cool. Does Velda have anything coming out in the near future we should look for? 
Oh, yeah. Um, she has her sequel to her magnum opus. Uh, uh, the original was Beyond the Moon, and the sequel is going to be called Immortal Hero. That will be coming out early next year. Uh, it's about a, a survivor of the Vietnam War who was a POW for nine years and who came home and struggled with his uh, his PTSD. And then she has also been doing, Dusty started a series with his book, The Texas Badge, uh, about a, a tough Texas lawman uh, who solves uh, a horrendous crime. He left notes and ideas for three more books and actually had written, you know, parts of them here and there. And so she has taken those. And the first one, uh, it's Texas Lightning, will be coming out in December. And we're going to be putting that up for uh, Spur Award consideration, Will Rogers, Medallion, The Willa, uh, a lot of different uh, awards because she's really hit that out of the park. You know, I think that uh, what you just said emphasizes that Ogma, you know, has a foundation in Westerns, but you don't just publish Westerns, right? You publish crime and uh, contemporary things like uh, Velda's book there. Uh, oh, oh yes, we we uh, published a little bit of everything. We've because of our relationship with Dusty early on, we managed to win quite a few awards, and of course, we started Saddlebag uh, too. So we got known as a Western publisher, but we've actually always published just about everything. Uh, in fact, one of the things that uh, we're we're very proud of now is is we're kind of being able to get some notoriety for something besides a Western <laughs> in that uh, one of our YA books for our uh, young readers division won the uh, Independent Book Publishers of America Benjamin Franklin Award for teen fiction earlier this year. It's a lucid design by Kate Taylor, an absolutely excellent uh, excellent young adult novel. Our head of our young readers division, uh, Clarice Willis, has put together a fantastic stable of authors and illustrators doing young reader uh, children's picture books, middle grade books, uh, young adult books. And we have so much that's going to come out here in the next year to year and a half that she's put together that I'm I'm really looking forward to the attention that these are going to bring. You know, you mentioned Saddlebag Dispatches. That's just a it's a beautiful online magazine and journal. And I recommend our uh, listeners go to Amazon and look it up and, it, you know, uh, buy a print copy because you're going to be astounded by how just beautiful this uh, periodical is. It's uh, square bound and uh, glossy covers, lots of color photographs and, and lots of great content and articles. How did Saddlebag Dispatches come to be? How did you decide to to do that format and how often it would come out, that sort of thing? Dusty was quite an entrepreneur. <laughs> he, he, he had a, a, a widely varied background that included everything from being a, a an auctioneer and a rodeo announcer to a television and radio personality to uh, a chicken doctor and uh, the head of uh, Tyson Foods uh, trucking line. And, you know, in, in addition to being a, a legendary Western writer, but one of his dreams had always been to have a Western magazine. And so as we were talking about it, he says, you know, I worry about Western genre failing and it basically completely dying. He says, I want to bring more people to the table. And I don't know that novels always do that. So what I'd like to do is start a magazine where we have short stories, where we have some nonfiction, where we have some history and things like that, and kind of bring more people to the table. We can have interviews with with major personalities that would be the big draw. People like him or Craig Johnson, for instance, or Robert Fuller, like we had in our latest issue, as, as kind of an entree to these authors who are fantastic, but maybe not always well-known. And so 
we put our heads together and we did some research and looked at uh, other magazines, True West and Cowboys and Indians and uh, the American Cowboy. And we decided that we wanted to do an actual magazine format that would be both online and in print and that we would work toward being able to have paid advertising and and pay for uh, short stories and, and things of that nature and work on distribution in bookstores like Barnes and Noble and independent bookstores and even libraries. And and Dusty was actually surprised when we got the first couple of issues out. He would flip through it and he says, you know, I expected this to be kind of a mimeographed few sheets stapled together. I didn't expect it to be a real magazine, which for me was was the highest compliment because, you know, I'm I'm the one who does all the uh, the art and layout work and everything for it. And so he was just, you know, he busted his buttons. He was so proud of it. And uh, we went out and we we sold it to fellow authors and kind of built our reputation. And my publisher of Saddlebag, uh, Dennis Doty, said the other day, he says, you know, I really like this is that we can we have we have built a reputation that we can basically kind of reach out to any Western author and say, hey, you know, we, we kind of like a piece from you for Saddlebag. And they'll say, hey, yeah, sure, let's go. And it's won quite a few awards. We're very proud of it. We, we get great feedback from it. We are seeing more people are seeing it now than ever before. I'm very, very proud of, of how far it's come. And I hope Dusty would be, too. Originally, we were going to do four issues a year, but it's just such a big book. I mean, we're talking about 180 pages and uh, there's there's so much great stuff that it just became kind of too much for a, a two or three man operation. So we, we pushed it back to twice a year. But, you know, hopefully in the future, as we continue to, to, to build and take off, uh, we'll be able to expand our staff a little bit more and go back to four issues a year. It really is a, a nice hefty piece. You know, it's a thick piece. You know, I, I noticed the other day, I think my wife gets uh, a couple of different magazines that she's subscribed to over the years, got them in the mail, you know, and I, I pulled them out of the plastic bag. They come in and, you know, I, I think it was maybe better homes and gardens or something. It's a, it's a shadow of what it once was. There's like, you know, 10 pages or something and they're so thin. And as magazines shrink in size, I think it's really gratifying. And again, I think our listeners would like to see uh, that Saddlebag Dispatches is a is a thick magazine. I mean, what you pay for it is worth it because you're going to get something that's got some content that you can sit down with for a week and read a story every day or an article and uh, have something that you feel like is worth the money you spend on it. There are so many great authors in the short stories that you put out. You've been uh, Spur Award finalists and uh, Spur Award winners, right? Uh, that's that's correct. We've uh... We won a uh, Spur Award for Rod Miller's short story, Lost and Found. And then we were a finalist the same year in the poetry category. And we've also won uh, a Western Fictioneer's Peacemaker and several Will Rogers medallions. And uh, we would like to do more in the nonfiction area, pushing some awards there as well. But really, the fiction is the draw. So I'm really glad that those are the ones that are winning the awards anyway. <laughs> I think there's a there's a need, isn't there, for a venue for Western fiction? You know, along with yourself, gee whiz, there's, there's a few places, there's a few anthologies that uh, can be submitted to, but otherwise, you know, uh, Western fiction, if you're a short story writer, it's kind of hit and miss, isn't it? It really is. And this is something that I would like, like to see that change. Dusty wanted to make it more popular again, you know, I mean, back in the forties uh, and fifties and sixties, I mean, there were, I want to say 30 or 40 Western television shows on at a time, not even talking about movies. And over time, that number has has diminished to, to hardly anything. But if you look at 
the stories that we're talking about, they're very much still the stories of America and, and everything that we hold dear as a country. And when you see something that comes out like Hell on Wheels uh, on Netflix uh, was was a great Western with with great original material. And uh, I, I, I think that uh, it's inspiring to see that and that more people should be doing it. And the quality of the writers that you'll see in, in some of these short fiction uh, that we work with is absolutely fantastic. These writers should have the chance to be read on a, on a much wider basis than they are right now. And so if, if we can help fill that, that need, that necessity, I would like to find ways that we can do even more for those writers. Uh, we've been talking uh, Saddlebag Dispatches, and we also talked Ogma Publishing. How do you personally balance the two hats that you wear? Like, you know, on any given day, what are you working on? How do you balance that? Wow. Well, my wife would tell you I don't do it very well <laughs> uh, because I'm I'm working all the time. While we have illustrators and we even have some graphic designers in training, I still do the lion's share. Every Ogma cover that has come out and we've published over 250 books, I have done the, the design and layout for. Every issue of Saddlebag, there it is. Uh, I've, I've done it too. Most of the time, I'm working on Ogma stuff throughout the day. And, and like I said, I do covers, I do layouts, I do marketing materials, I, I do ebook formatting. We have, we have plenty of editors, we have people who do admin and everything that's just, we have not found the designers who can do the quality that I demand <laughs> as a publisher. My authors and giving them the best possible book that, that they can have. You can call me a single-minded perfectionist when it comes to that. I, I demand a very high level of quality uh, because when I put my name on my signature on those contracts, I believe that I have to give them my absolute best effort and I'm, I'm making them a promise. So most of the time I will be working on Augma stuff. And then as we work into uh, the time of, of about three months ahead of publication with Saddlebag, I will actually block off days where I'm out of contact and I'm working solely on Saddlebag. And then for about two weeks before publication comes out, that'll go to that's all I do. I, I actually put out notices on our private Facebook group and stuff like that. Okay, I'm at, I'm off the grid for the next two weeks. You know, any questions, talk to your publisher, talk to your talk to your editor. I'm off the grid. You know, most of the time that allows me the time that I need to do all the layout and design. The design is is the hardest part because that takes the the creativity that sometimes is not always there. When you go there, the well is sometimes dry, and uh, so I'll, I'll I'll go occasionally, and and when I'm hitting a wall, I'll I'll go watch a western and uh, get inspired again. Try to come up with a, a new or different style for a certain cover design or or a a certain interior ad or something that I'm I'm working. Most of the time. Thankfully, I've got a great staff behind me. Dennis Doty, our publisher for Saddlebag, who is a retired bronc rider, I might add. He is awesome when it comes to dealing with the submissions, picking out what, what we're going to run for the next issue, keeping up with deadlines, getting them edited. His senior editor, Bob Geel. Oh man, you want to talk about a guy who can pick out anything in terms of quality and continuity. He is just fantastic. And, and those are just the two that kind of run. Uh, that side of Saddlebag. And my wife, Amy, give her a shout out here. She is our, our business and administrative guru. 
uh, both for Saddlebag and Ogma. She does a fantastic job of running the business side of things. So it's not just me, but they give me the opportunity to be able to do this quality work. And occasionally when when I come out after 12 hours in front of the TV and kind of limp out and, and sit on the sofa beside her, my, my wife will pat my hand and say, okay, well, just a couple more days left before you get a day off. <laughs> <laughs> and then And then it starts all over again. It does. It never ends. So what's coming up? You know, uh, before we wrap up, do you have anything uh, coming up here in 2022 already? Oh, wow. Uh, oh, yeah, we have we have a, a full slate. You know, 2020 was a very bad year for publishing in general. And I was very happy that that we were able to keep the home fires burning and, and keep Ogma going through that, even though we had to kind of put a, a pause button on our releases for a little while. But everything that we put off... Good things come to those who wait, I guess would be a a good way for it. We've got, let's see, two, nah, I want. I don't want to call them debut authors. They, they've been around, but uh, we have two Western authors who are putting out their first real series novels, uh, Michael Lee and the Del Rio series, and Bob Geel and the Shawnee series. Those will both be hitting in December, and they have multiple books behind them that they're going to be coming out about every six months. We have a great, great Civil War series that we just put the first one out in May. It's called The Tale of Two Colors by Anthony Wood. Uh, and Anthony is actually a Will Rogers Medallion uh, finalist for uh, uh, short stories. Uh, his short story, uh, Not So Long in the Tooth, that was uh, in Saddlebag last year. But uh, this this series, the first one is called um, White and Black. The second one is Blue and Gray. It's a, a Civil War series, seven books. Uh, it, it is absolutely fantastic. He is the best new voice in the genre. Let's see. We're working on Dusty has a three-book epic that is a Western epic that is that is almost kind of in the range of Lonesome Dove. But it was uh, one of those lost manuscripts that we're working on getting out right now. Uh, it's uh, uh, in development, as I said, three books. And we're, we're not only having to retype it because it was originally done on a typewriter back in the uh, uh, early 90s. Uh, we're, we're cleaning up and, and getting it ready for publication. We have a new author that we just recently signed. His name is Mark Waxman. Uh, he is the uh, retired VP of Children's Programming for CBS, uh, multi-Emmy Award winner. And we have a three-book middle-grade fiction series coming from him that uh, is called The Funny Kid that is already up for development for uh, a television series. And we're about to sign him for a kind of a romantic crime novel uh, that will be coming out later in the year in 22. We have uh, Timothy Lang and uh, his book, uh, Galaxy, the uh, best friend a cowboy ever had. It's a children's picture book that is just one of the cutest things you'll ever see uh, about uh, a, a little cowboy who's not really great at being a cowboy yet. And his horse, who's kind of frustrated with him. Oh, I mean, there's there's just so much that we've got going on. It sounds, and, yeah, it sounds like there's just a, a ton of good stuff coming out. Oh, we do. We've got about uh, 65 books planned for, for release between uh, nonfiction, fiction, and, and young readers. Uh, we're, we're lining up some great interviews with Saddlebag. As a matter of fact, I, I believe my uh, main features writer is, is reaching out to such luminaries as Anson Mount from Hell on Wheels and Lou Diamond Phillips from uh, Longmire and Henry Winkler to see if we can't get interviews with them. We've got some features coming up on such things as cowboy action shooting. We've got a series uh, on Western weapons coming up that's, that's just going to be fabulous. Velda is working on uh, a series, both fiction and nonfiction, on female U.S. marshals. 
And uh, we're also going to be pushing to expand uh, interest in our new Mustang Award for Flash Fiction, which uh, we did for the first time this year and had had a great response to. And uh, our, our Oxbow Award that we do in the fall for short fiction. Uh, through Saddlebag. So yeah, we've we've got a lot going on and uh, that's that's really just the tip of the iceberg. It sounds fantastic, Casey. And, and uh, can you share with us the two websites that you have? Uh, Saddlebag can be found where? On www.saddlebagdispatches.com. Uh, you'll find the magazine itself there, plus all of our back issues. Uh, and actually, we've got two other websites, uh, www.ogmacreative, O-G-H-M-A, creative.com. That's our main publishing website. And then our young readers division is www.youngdragonspress.com. All right. Well, thanks for being with me today, Casey. I really enjoyed our conversation. I did as well. Thank you very much, Rich. And thanks to you for listening. Paul and I appreciate your support of our Six Gun Justice podcast and hope you continue to enjoy each and every episode. As always, a hearty thank you to our sponsors, Wolfpack Publishing, author Chris Enns, and the Western Writers of America, for making this podcast possible. Be sure to check our website, www.sixgunjustice.com, for links to previous podcast episodes, speed listens, and prior conversations, along with reviews, interviews, and articles from the Western genre. Till next time, keep the sun at your back and a good horse at hand. Let's ride.